What's going on, guys? Welcome to podcast. It is the Weekend Wild. Thank you so much for tuning in and checking out the Culture Podcast. Today, we've got a lineup of movies and a co- I think a couple of shows that are dropping, but this is going to be a fun episode. There is going to be some spoilers for Boba Fett toward the end of this episode because I want to freaking talk about the show. So let's kick it off with uh, picking up a piece that I dropped last week. I had to uh, drop the weekend wire before the new Halo premiere that was at the AFC Championship and available over on GameStop. Did you guys catch the all-new Halo Paramount Plus show trailer? If you did, please take a moment, drop a comment down below. Guys, I have mixed feelings to tell you the truth. Um, the I, I like it. I want to like it. I do like it to a point. Um, the the animations on it got me kind of kind of sitting back a little. In uh, I I would almost say like, wait, what's with the animations? That, let me just say that I watched it a couple of times, and the CGI in it is, and I maybe it's the intent, maybe it's just going to be incredible. Uh, I, I just don't know. Overall, I'm extremely excited about it, but I just feel like that the animation on it looked funny. And so did some of the, uh, so did some of the, uh, action sequences. So uh, please don't fuck this up. Paramount, please. Uh, we finally got to see uh, Pablo Schreiber as master chief, which I'm extremely excited for. I, I like Pablo Schreiber. I think he's got a, very, very big career ahead of him. And then we've got Jen Taylor as Quatana. Uh, and then the dual role by Mat- Natasha Melacon. Uh, and we got another quick, very quick scene of Bokim Woodbine, Woodbine uh, as Soren 066. And a lot of uh, just cutscenes. And again, some of the CG fighting scenes. Uh, I am trying to be, I want to be on the halo train, I guess is what I'm, what I'm trying to say here. So we'll have to see, let's see when, when does, when does this release here? Pretty quick. I believe let me pull this up. Oh yeah. March 24th. So we're going to see this pretty damn quick. So I'm sure more trailers are going to come. Paramount's going to try to push this as as hard as they can. I mean, they've found a lot of success with Yellowstone in 1883 and uh, Mayor's Kingstown. They they have some success in their corner. And then they've got, uh, what do they got? They got uh, Top Gun, I believe, coming. And they've got a couple of other Star Trek IPs. And they've got some stuff in their pocket that they're building up over there, Paramount. So... Super excited for that. Um, let's dot. Let me pull up this list here, and then we've got a bunch of uh, some news, and then we're going to talk about Boba Fett. Let me pull up my news. Pull up the news. Pull it up. 
And there it went. For some reason, it disappeared as fast as I had it pulled up. I will say there's there's been a lot of good television on, and, and I absolutely love it. We're going to talk about a couple of shows that I watched, um, or that I have been watching, I should say, or catching glimpses of over the last several weeks, which uh, could lead you down to something maybe unexpected to watch. So let's go over this list uh, brought to us by a super comic, super comic verse. We have some shows coming February 1st, 2022 raising Dion dropped over on Netflix. We have Pam and Tommy over on Hulu. And we're going to talk about that because I did watch some of those shows a show that I need to jump on to now that it's out is Reacher, which I am excited for. It is a uh, Amazon Prime show. Let me pull this up with the actor, uh, the actor from Doom Patrol <clears throat> that played, uh, let's see, Hawk, which I thought he did a great job. But it's the ja- it's a Jack Reacher story. So if you're not familiar, Tom Cruise portrayed Jack Reacher in two movies, which is a great, uh, a great, I love the movies. I thought the movies were fun. I thought they were uh, what they should be. Um, and this is based off the book series by Lee Child. Now, the first season is eight episodes. And again, Alan Richson plays Jack Reacher. Willa Fitzgerald plays Roscoe. Uh, Kirsten uh, Crook plays Charlie. Maria Stan plays Francis. Malcolm Goodwin plays Oscar. Let's see who else. We've got Bruce McGill coming on as Grover Teal. Um, so Jack Reacher's a, a veteran military police investigator. And again, if you haven't seen the Tom Cruise movies, I, I would I would recommend them if you're into the military slash action slash uh, Tom Clancy style movies. It, it's definitely well worth uh, a watch. Anyways. The TV show has recently dropped over on Amazon Prime, and those guys are stacking their deck as well. So that is out. Uh, The Worst Person in the World has a limited theatrical release as of February 4th, 2022. Also on February 4th, Moonfall has fallen. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Video on demand. Catwoman Hunted dropped February 8th. Star Trek Discovery over on Paramount Plus drops February 10th. Uh, Kimmy, Kimmy drops on HBO Max February 10th as well. Death on the Nile. This looks pretty cool. Uh, that drops in theaters February 11th. Blacklight, which is a new Liam Neeson movie, drops February 11th. The Sky is Everywhere is a new Apple TV Plus show dropping February 11th as well. Space Force Season 2 drops on Netflix February 18th. We've also got Uncharted dropping in theaters with Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg February 18th and Antonio Banderas. We have Dog, which is starring Channing Tatum, only in theaters February 18th. Uh, What else do we got? Sneakerella dropping on that Disney Plus February 18th. The Chainsaw Massacre, February 18th. Drop it on Netflix. Uh, Serrano. I actually watched this, or uh, Cyrano. 
Uh, you guys got to check the uh, trailer out for this. Um, I've watched well trailers for pretty much everything I've talked about. Um, yeah, you guys got to check that out. It's only in theaters February 25th. Uh, Vikings Valhalla, Netflix, February 25th. And that's our lineup over the next couple of weeks. It's quite a, quite a few shows, folks. Uh, let's talk about... What else do we got? Um, I tried to, I was trying to find some footage on this because I've seen several things coming coming out on this, and I'm I'm kind of at a lackluster. Other than Ryan Gosling is playing Wolfman um, from the producers of The Invincible Man, and it's supposed to be in that universe, and there's not much out there. I'm uh, patiently waiting so I can report more news to you, but unfortunately, I don't have anything. Uh, another thing that recently dropped is the boys diabolical dropped a new trailer, which is the animated spinoff series of the boys. The uh, hit show over on Amazon. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's got, you know, the, the, tra- the trailer's goofy as hell. It's, it's kind of a, it's definitely the boys. And it seems like it is Invincible-esque, but more goofy. I don't know. We'll have to see. I believe it's an eight-episode series that's coming out. And again, that drops March 4th. And then a few months later, June 3rd, we get The Boys Season 3, which we know we're getting new characters. We're getting all kinds of new stuff. This season of The Boys is going to be crazy. All right. Um, In Rumortown... This is pretty exciting. A lot of stuff going on this week in regards to this rumor, and that is the Joker 2 is in the works with Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker 1 director. So I'm pretty excited to see what they have in store for this. Again, after watching several tidbits of original footage from the Joker 1 production and then recent articles and uh, information on the Joker 2, it's difficult to see if they're actually going to tie in because the way that the uh, Joker one story was told is supposed to be completely independent of any other story, any other anything to do with any of the concurring or recent stories. Not to say that they're not going to try a different direction or create its own little universe there, which they are. But will it ever tie to anything else? I don't believe they will. I'd love to see uh, Joaquin Phoenix reprise the role and then continue to develop the character. That's exciting to me. I thought he did an incredible job. In fact, when I was reading this, I was like, fuck, I haven't mentioned Joker 2 or Joker, excuse me, not Joker 2, Joker 1 and Joaquin's performance in a while, Um, you know, because we had that and then we had the revision of the justice league and it's like you know dc has done some shit and you know we're gonna see the batman's coming soon but talking about dc peacemaker guys are you up to speed on fucking peacemaker this show and i know i've said it before and i'm gonna continue to say it i just watched the most recent episode and every episode i'm like the execution on all levels in this is pleasantly surprising not only by the story in which I'm not going to ruin for you in this episode, but the story is fun. It's cool. It's funky. Um, 
it's it's awesome to see the actors and actresses uh interact with each other because of how wild the story is and how the dialogue from character to character is is uh purveyed to the audience and the two main characters in my opinion is vigilante and peacemaker and the acting from both of those guys and the dialogue and the stuff that they physically do in it is absolutely incredible. It makes for, it makes for a incredibly fun time while dealing with a fucked up situation in my opinion, in my opinion, which you combine those two things. Well, shake them up. And James Gunn is the man to do this shake them up in a can and then uh, add John Cena and the, the other actors and actresses. And sh- you know, you get this crazy story that evolves. And so do the characters too. That's what's so strange and odd about this is like, I, at first I was like, Oh, this is just one of those like fun shows. And then episode two and episode three, it's like, these guys are growing on me, man. I want to see a season two without even ending season one yet. And I want to see some spinoffs, man. Fuck, you know, bring blood sport in. Bring in uh, Ratcatcher. Bring in some of these other care King Shark. You know, uh, let's let's build this thing out. I hope that that is their intent, and these aren't just one shots. That's my my main concern with DC at this time, because like I just said about the Joker and some of the things that have been mentioned about the Batman and some of these other other up and coming movies and shows. I'm like, come on, you got to connect some of the continuity. Now, all of it doesn't have to. Maybe you do some sub bars and have some independence as well, but you got to have some continuity in there and some longevity. Let's see, fuck five seasons of The Peacemaker. I would be down for that um, as long as they keep doing what they're doing in this first season. Okay, let's keep going. Let's keep going down my list of stuff to talk about. Let me pull up. Oh, uh, in rumor mills this week, the... <laughs> Tom Holland, I recently just talked about this. Tom Holland has come out or supposedly has come out and said that he will continue to play Spider-Man as long as he can. And I it's funny. Um it's it's funny because part of me thinks like, well, no shit, because your movie did over 1.5 bill yen in the box office and is still growing and who knows uh what the royalties and bonuses and what have you um gets you know put into his pocket i'm not saying he's greedy or anything but to be an actor at his age at his at his place in his career and he's got he's got big stuff under his belt in my opinion i mean uh, i think uncharted's going to do well he did the uh damn it i'm gonna forget that that uh cherry that was a great movie he did the other the other movie there i believe on netflix he's i mean the dude's the dude's building this stuff but to hit a movie at that that uh financial success is just amazing okay both movies on line for 20 including among the stars, where's this? I'm trying to find this list I was looking at. Okay, here we go. All right. We got we got another list for you to run through. I'm going to try to run through this as fast as I can because this is a lot. Um, recently, uh, they released 
uh, they being Netflix released, hey, you know what? We're going to drop a new movie every week, plus some in 2022. If you remember last year, they said the same thing and they brought some they brought some decent heat. I mean, there there was weeks definitely where you're like, what the fuck is it? Oh, yeah, I'm not watching that. But there were all there were all other weeks where it was uh, very well received as well. So let me pull this list back up. Where is it? Okay. Which is exciting because if you're a Nets, uh, Netflix subscriber, then, like me, I'm sure you won't have a problem seeing what's out there. And it's also kind of cool. I mean, to tell you the truth, it's it's just nice because even if you don't want to watch it, you don't have obligations to. You're not renting it. You're not paying 20 bucks for just that movie. You already have the service and you're watching whatever it is you're watching. So, ready? We got a lot of movies to go through and I'm going to go through as quick as I can. Okay? So, 13, the musical, release day is TBA. 20th Century, Girl, Korea, TBA. The Jasmine Blues, TBA. A Perfect Pairing which is a romance, drops March 11th. Against the Ice, a drama drops March 2nd. All Quiet on the Western Front, a German film, drops TBA. Along for a Ride Romance, April 22nd, Apollo 10 and a half, a space-age childhood anime show, drops TBA. Athena, France, TBA. Beauty, TBA. Big Bug, France, February 11th. Black Crab, a Swedish thriller horror, drops March 18th. Blonde, TBA. Boo, Family Show, drops TBA. Brazen, or Brazen, January 13th. Bubble, Japanese animated anime, April 28th. Carter, a Korean action adventure sci-fi, TBA. Choose or Die, thriller and horror, drops April 15th. Day Shift, action adventure sci-fi, TBA. Don't Blame Karma, a uh, film made out of Mexico. It's a romance, TBA. Drifting Home, uh, Japanese uh, animated show, TBA. End of the Road, Thriller Horror, TBA. Enola, Holmes, 2, Action Adventure Sci-Fi, TBA. Falling for Christmas Romance, <clears throat> TBA. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, an animated show, TBA, which... I'm stoked to see what they come up with that. Home Team, a comedy drop that's already dropped. Hustle, a drama TBA. Interceptor, action adventure sci-fi TBA. Ivy and Bean, a family show TBA. Kung Ji, Korean science fiction TBA. Uh, Kuifa, drama TBA. Knives Out 2, guys. If you didn't see Knives Out 1, you guys got to go back and watch it. This is a... That was a fun mystery just story. If you haven't seen it, I'm telling you, you'll you'll probably enjoy it if you're if you're into drama horror mystery shows. It was it was well worth a watch. And that's comedy. It's also funny. It is funny. TBA, uh, Lady Chattery's Lover, a romance, TBA, Love and Lashes. Or excuse me, Love and Leashes, Korea, romance, TBA, Love in the Villa. TBA, that's another romance. Luckiest Girl Alive, drama, TBA. Matilda, a family show, drop in December 2022. Me Too, or Me Time, I don't know. <laughs> me Time, a comedy, TBA. Metal Lords, comedy, TBA. Monica, oh my darling, uh, for India, comedy, TBA. Monkey Man, 
Thriller Horror TBA, Mr. Harrington's Phone, Thriller Horror TBA, Munich, The Edge of Horror, animated anime series, it's already out, The Father's Dragon animated anime series coming out, Operational Mincemeat Drama, uh, Persuasion, I'm just going to stop saying TBA, uh, let's see, Purple Hearts, it's a romance, uh, Quela, in Indian film, it's a drama, uh, Rescued by Ruby, a family show that's dropping March 17th. Rustin, a drama. Senior year, a comedy, March May 14th is coming out. Soul Vibe, Korea, action and adventure sci-fi. Shirley, drama. Slumberland, family show. Spaceman, drama. Spiderhead, action adventure sci-fi. Tall Girl 2, a family. February 18th, or February 11th, excuse me. Texas Chainsaw Massacre Thriller and Horror, February 18th, which has got some hype around it. This next movie does as well with Ryan Reynolds, The Atom Project, action, adventure, and science fiction. This comes out March 11th. We've got The Bubble, which is a comedy. The Good Nurse, a drama. The Gray Man, which I'm excited for. That's the Russo Brothers. I think I talked about those in the past episodes. Action, adventure, science fiction, TBA. Uh, see, I said it anyways. The Inheritance Thriller and Horror. The Mothership. I'm going to try to go through this even faster. <laughs> Noel Diary. Pale Blue Eye drama. Royal Treatment Romance. Uh, the School for Good and Evil family show. The Sea Beast animated anime. The Seven Deadly Sins Grudge of Edinburgh. Japan animated anime. The Swimmers, a drama. Takedown, a comedy. The Weekend Away, a thriller and horror dropping March 3rd. The Wonder, another drama. The Cloned Tyrone, uh, action adventure science fiction, Through My Window, which is a Spanish romance. <clears throat> Troll, Norway, a horror. Tyler Perry's Medea Homecoming, uh, that's a comedy that's dropped on February 25th. Untitled Holiday Rom-Com, romantic comedy. We Have a Ghost, a family show, Wendell and Wild, animated uh, series, White Noise, Windfall, Yaksha, Ruthless Operations, a Korean action adventure science fiction, and You People. There's also a list of other movies that may or may not make it out to Netflix this year. So that's a hell of a lineup, though. I like that because it doesn't, you know, there's a lot of shows that are going to hopefully be coming out in conjunction with this. I just like how they do that. I feel like. It is uh, just a cool approach. And if they're again, if they're dropping stuff every single week, it's it's just well worthwhile. You know what else is well worthwhile? Guys, have you seen the Netflix series? I just watched an episode and a half of this last night. It's called Murder Villa. Just dropped out. They're just dropped out. Just dropped into Netflix. It stars Will Arnett. He is the the <laughs> he's Terry Seattle. And he, he he is a uh, detective, and it's funny because he gets new partners, and the new partners are fairly clueless, and they are who they are. Like uh, Conan O'Brien was his first partner, and he was Conan O'Brien, and he was uh, a fill-in detective. It was pretty damn funny. I, I highly recommend this if you're looking for something to uh, make you laugh. And if you like uh, Will Arnett's comedy style, the first episode, again, has Conan O'Brien as the intern detective. The second, 
is Marshawn Lynch, which is which was incredible because if you don't know who Marshawn Lynch is, he was a football player, played in the NFL, um, a very funny character while he was in the NFL, did some weird shit. Um, in episode three, we got Camille Nandujami, uh, number four, episode four, and this is all public news. This isn't like I had this information hiding from you. Um, Terry and Ann Murphy, um, let's see, episode five. Uh, what does it say? Terry and Sharon Stone. I don't think that's right. Oh, it's Terry. Well, Terry Seattle. Sorry. I'm reading. I'm just reading through. Uh, and Ken Jeong in episode six. It is fun though, man. It is just wildly fun. At first I was like, hey, I don't know. And then it was like, no, let the guard down. Let Will Arnett do his thing and let these other guys. Cause like the episode with Conan O'Brien, Hey, I like Conan O'Brien. But if you watch the way <laughs> Will, Arnett, or Will Arnett acts as Terry Seattle and the two guests so far, it is amusing and fun at the same time. So again, that's called Murderville available. Now it is rated TV MA. So don't, don't, uh, if you got kids, you may not want to have them watch it or that's your business. I'm just here to help you uh, have some shows to watch. Um, in recent other news, Dakota Johnson, this is, uh, has lit the internet on fire as Madame Webb for an up and coming show possibly linked to, um, oh, I just lost it. Holy cow. That thing just ran the other direction. Dang it. Oh my goodness. I had it. (laughs) What is the name? Oh my good. Oh, uh, Agatha Harkness Harkness. So there it is. Uh, so it looks like we're getting, we're getting there. It looks that looks that way. We'll see. Um, what else do we have? What else do we have? There's a lot of Guardians of the Galaxy rumors. We're gonna I'm gonna collect some of those because they keep popping some just bullshit, some not. Like most recently this week, Vin Diesel came out and said Groot has more lines. And it's like, yeah, okay, cool. I, I don't give a shit. Like, I don't know. I don't give a shit. I like Groot the character. I still feel like uh, you know, is uh that's probably Vin Diesel's best performance. <laughs> I'm joking. Okay. I'm joking. We all know it was those shark toys commercials that he did in the nineties. Anyways, let's keep moving. Uh, a couple of shows that I recently watched or cut up, caught up on. And then we're going to talk real briefly about Boba Fett. I'm not going to go into details, but it will be spoilers. Um, one Pam and Tommy on Hulu. Holy shit. A, let me tell you up front, not appropriate for children, not appropriate for your team. Most more than likely, probably not appropriate for your teenagers for you to watch it with them. A lot of TNA, a lot of dick. And I mean, a lot of dick or penis, whatever you want to call it in this show. It is a fun remake of, I don't know how true the characters are portraying Pam Anderson and Tommy Lee. I have no fucking clue. Um, I recall, you know, years later on how big of a controversy this was. And in hindsight, you start thinking about it and you're like, holy shit, this was a pretty big situation. If you think about the timing of it, uh, in which the Pam and Tommy show is about Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee, uh, their sex tape being essentially sold on the internet and said sex tape was stolen out of a safe from their house. And we also have, uh, I will say Sebastian Stan. (laughs) 
plays Tommy Lee and does a incredible job. And you get these like kind of different stories. And then you, I, I don't know. I mean, like for me, um, it, it's something, it's something different. Definitely an adult, um, movie. You may or may not like it. I don't know. It's a little, a little different. It's a, the biop is like I just said, it's about the sex tape. Okay. You got Lily James as Pam Anderson. She does a great job. Sebastian Stan does a great job as Tommy Lee, a lot of sex, a lot of TNA. Um, you've got Tyler Schilling as Erica Guther. Uh, you've got Seth Rogen as Ron Guther. Nick Offerman's in it. He does a great job. Actually, everybody does a great job. Andrew Dice Clay is in it. There's just a lot of interesting um, things that like, if you, you, maybe you don't care, maybe you do care. Um, but it, I, I don't know. It was just very, very interesting, um, on, on how much the story has been told so far. It is an episodic series, which was a surprise to me. I thought it was just a fucking movie. I thought they could just tell the whole story in a movie. Um, but apparently it is quite a bit more complex. There was a lot of shit that happened. Uh, it does make me wonder, like, did, did Tommy Lee sign off so he could be portrayed the way he's being portrayed and Pam Anderson. And I don't know, it's, it's a wild story, but if, if you like those kinds of uh, retelling of a story or event that happened, that has, you know, definitely adult themes, then I, I would recommend it. It's, it's entertaining. There's some funny shit. There's some, there's some goofy stuff. Um, and again, that's Pam and Tommy over on the Hulu channel. Um, also catching up because I already talked about Peacemaker caught up on that billions guys. Again, if you haven't caught up and seen the show billions, holy shit, it is just an incredible drama powerhouse show available over on Showtime. Just watch a trailer for this. I mean, uh, you know, I don't know about you. I love superhero, uh, you know, the superhero movies and all of that stuff. I do. Very much so. But I also love to change stuff up. And that's where the Billions, the Murderville, the uh, Yellowstone, the Mayor of Kingstown, and some of these other shows kind of come in and fill the void. Billions, or not Billions, uh, I didn't mean to say Billions, Succession, um, and some of these other things. Uh, Anyways, check out Billions, or at least watch the trailers of it. I, I feel like... There's a lot of people I think would enjoy it if they would just sit down, especially uh, the buildup from the first season to where they have grown the story till now. So another show that I would highly recommend. This is a fucked up show. Um, I I haven't taken it as serious as my wife. Um, mostly mo- not because I don't think it's good because it is good. I've watched it, but I'll start fucking reading shit on my phone and I'll catch up on some stuff there. Um, but I would highly recommend this. If you're into like horror, horror, drama, mystery, that kind of stuff, it's a pretty, pretty serious show. Fucking kind of creepy, kind of weird. It's M night Shyamalan's servant. It's available over on Apple TV. I I think it's a great show. It's very, it, key, it keeps you interested and you're like, what the fuck, man? I mean, that's that's what has come through my mind many times over while watching it. Again, um, I tend to catch up on things. I watch most of it, 
but then I'll, I'll start catching up on stuff. Anyways, we, that has Lawrence Ambrose, Lauren Ambrose, Nell Tiger free. That's the lady's name is Nell Tiger free. I didn't make that up. You may remember the name Rupert Grant. He is in it as well. Or Toby Cabell. He is in it. Um, also Boris McGeever, uh, Todd Waring, and a lot of other folks. Uh, Tony Revaloria, which is, I think that's, isn't that Flash from Spider-Man? It has to be. Let me see this. Where is Tony? No. Yeah, it is. Spider-Man Noah Helm. Spider-Man, yeah. So, okay, cool. I wasn't losing my mind. I was like, I'm pretty sure I fucking saw this guy. Um, let's see. Anyways, it's it's a good show. It's called The Servant. It's M. Night Shyamalan. It's fucking creepy. There's some weird shit that happens. And, uh, yeah, I think I think you should check it out if you're into that kind of thing. If you're not, then then uh, forget it. Let's look up one other item here that just came to mind. Uh, okay, where the fuck is the date? Of course. Maybe we won't because there is no date on. Uh, anyways, just as a quick reminder, the show Willow will be coming back. And I don't have a release date. It does say it's going to be dropping on Disney Plus 2022. We do have some casting, which Aaron Kellerman as Jade, Warwick Davis as Willow. If you don't recall Willow, you should. I, I don't know. I don't want to send you that direction because that's probably a nostalgia train more than anything. Read the summary of the movie. Don't watch it with Val Kilmer, Warwick Davis. As a kid, I loved the movie. It also scared the shit out of me. The wolfhound things that are in it scared me uh, when I was a little kid when it, when it uh, came out. Anyways, still a great show. They are revamping it from the 1988 film. And Warwick Davis is reprising his role as Willow. We also got Ruby Cruz as Kit, Ellie Bamber as Dove, and Tony Revolori is in it. Dempsey Burke is in it and others. So we'll see that soon enough. I'm sure a bunch of trailers are going to start dropping and uh, you, or you would think um, some of the producers on it is super cool. Cause you got Ron Howard and others producing and then program creators include Ron Howard and George Lucas. So we'll see. Let me click this. Let me see if this has any. Holy shit. I know it just said. Well, uh, no, it just says 2022. All right. So filming started until 2020. Yeah, there's nothing. Nothing too new there. So let's keep going. Let me see what else I have on my list here. I don't think I have much more to talk about. We talked about Servant Murderville. Um, a bunch of the new movies that are coming out. Uh, Dakota Johnson, Pam and Tommy, The Wolfman. Yeah, this is quite a lineup today, guys. I know I ran through a ton of information. Um, again, The Boys Diabolical. If you're into The Invincible, check it out. The trailer's already out. That's going to drop March 4th, which is coming pretty soon. Uh, Joker 2 is in the works. Uh, a bunch of great TV shows and movies are coming to Netflix and coming out over the remainder of this month. Let's talk Boba Fett real quick, guys. Okay, <clears throat> spoilers. Spoilers, do not listen to the remainder of this episode if you are not caught up with Bo Buffett, okay? There's your there's your warning. There it is. Okay, so <clears throat> let's talk about this again. I am not, I'm going to be the first guy to tell you, I am not overly familiar with 
Star Wars. Okay, I'm not. In fact, I've watched all of, I believe, all of the Star Wars movies. Um, the OG three were my favorites. The new school stuff didn't care too much about. Um, and then Mando came along. Loved it. Uh, Boba Fett so far. Loving it. Okay, but without going in and ruin all the plot points and what have you, since the Mandalorian has come in in the last two episodes of Boba Fett, my care for Boba Fett has slid a little bit, and I want to love Boba Fett, and I want him to be a character that goes beyond this show. Um, But this last episode, there were two fucking things that I had to talk about today. Two. One, I'm just going to say, well, three, actually. Uh, three things. And let me look up. I'm going to mess this up because again, I am not the best. uh, Let me look this up. I wasn't thinking about going in this direction, but I will anyways. Okay. So we get introduced to, or reintroduced to Timothy Olfanet's character, and I hope this is right, Cobb Vanth, right? I believe that's right. Cobb Vanth, okay, I think that's who he, who he plays, who is like a retired uh, Mandalorian, and he's he's kind of this badass dude, or we think he is. So that was epic. And then... Later on, we get introduced to Cab Bane, which is like the outlaw Josie Wales, a green or not green. I don't know why the fuck I said that a blue badass fucking gunslinger who puts him and his deputy down and says, we will be running spice through here and we own this town or whatever. And this was right after the Mando showed up and was like, dude, you guys need to come and help. You need to help us because we're having we're waging this war. And uh, Cobb Vanth was trying to get the the trying to you know do a little bit of a little bit of rousing with the city there. The city wasn't responding, and then this dude shows up and says, "Yeah, we're taking this shit." So obviously that's building up to something bigger. Super cool, Cad Bane. I was like, "Fuck yes, this is badass." And Tif- uh, Timothy Olfenet as Cobb Vanth, even though he got shot, he got shot down. Him and his deputy got blasted by this cat. So that was exciting. The thing is, <laughs> we get we get this uh, de-aged uh, and, a, and a new actor, a new actor and a de-aged version of Luke Skywalker, which is cool. I, I like it. And then we get uh, baby. I'm going to call him baby, baby Yoda, even though he's that's not who he is. But um, we get. Grogu, Baby Yoda, all these scenes, and my kid had a blast. My little boy had a blast watching Grogu. He's like, oh, he doesn't have legs. I'm like, yeah, he's got legs. He's got legs, dude. You just can't see him because he's running around in a fucking burlap sack with armholes and a <laughs> and a thing, and he's doing his training. Um, it is kind of weird to see how, purport- how proportional he is compared to Luke in the dialogue. It's kind of funny to me. Because you're like, damn, dude, you're talking to this like baby over here. Um, and then what he does with the, the frog scene and what have you. But you know where I'm going with this. If you saw the episode, you know where I'm going. Okay, so 
Cad Bane, Tim- Timothy Olfinet's character. Cool shit. Thank you for bringing in Cad Bane. Thank you for bringing in Tim- Timothy Olfinet. Let's do this this uh, legendary shootout thing and let that build up on its side. Mando's going to come back. Boba Fett's going to come back. We're going to see some shit at the fan. We get Boba Fett, or not Boba Fett, we get the Mando to go visit Go Goguru, and he has this armor, this little chain link, this little chain link darling. Hey, bro. Hey, little homie, I got you this, this Mando handmade chain link. It's for you, my friend, which is cool. Um, and we also got to see uh, Ahsoka Tan, uh, which I believe is Rosario Dawson, uh, for a minute. And she doesn't let him go see, or she lets him see him, but doesn't let him fuck up the training because he's training to be a Jedi, all this stuff. And then we get this decision at the, <laughs> at the end of the show. I'm like, motherfucker, man. Grogu, you must make a decision. I will train you to be a Jedi master with your baby lightsaber here. Or you can go with your friend, the Mandalorian, and take his armor, and I will never speak with you again. You make the decision. And part of me, part of me is like, God damn, Luke. It's kind of a dick move. The other part of me is like, weren't you guys just fucking around like lifting frogs like an hour ago? Like that was the whole focal point. He wanted to eat the frog, and you were doing this thing. Isn't that kind of a harsh decision at this moment? Like, dude, you, I must cut you off with all friends and family. Sounding a little Scientology-like right there. And you're building a shrine. What are we doing? What are we doing, Luke? He's a little... He's he's Grogu, bro. Jesus Christ. It's a joke, guys. It is a fucking joke. I did think it was a funny decision that was made. I'm like, wow. That's a lot to put in on this toy on Grogu uh, in this episode. And it made me freaking laugh. After watching it, it also made me wonder at the end of the episode, like, damn, episode five and six, like, Bubba, where are you at, bro? This is your show, and you're not really in it. Fucking Mando came in like a beast. He's got a badass sword. He's taking care of business, and I know. I get it. The story, the way that the story's going to fold and then kind of come back, We some of the writing's on the wall. Some of it, not so much. I'm not sure which fucking way Grogu's going to go. Right. This is this is uh, young Luke. You know, he's going to, you know, Yoda some shit. I don't know. I have no clue. Again, I'm not. Uh, I, I haven't even watched those original Star Wars movies in the last fuck 20 years. So that's my my take on the show. I love the show. I like the, the Boba Fett thing. It is kind of strange to me that we haven't gotten a whole lot of Boba Fett recently, which makes me like, damn, Mando's back already. And damn, we got Grogu and. We got this and Cad Bane, and it's like I'm kind of moving away from him. So either bring his ass back in or do, you know, do what you're doing with the story. I like this story. I think John Favreau and I think Robert Rodriguez and everybody has done a great job. It's just kind of strange how they transition this so far. So that's my thoughts on Boba Fett at this point. Guys, I gave you a ton of content you can check out. And don't forget, if any of this stuff interests you, you're not committed, of course, to, to jump on anything. You can very easily go to YouTube and check out any of this stuff. The Servant, uh, Murderville, Peacemaker, um, Boba Fett, any of these things. Check out a trailer. Check out the new Halo trailer. Hopefully, uh, 
this will maybe guide you in a new direction or a uh, extension of a direction you're already heading in. As far as TV and movie news goes, guys, that's what I got for you today. I truly appreciate everybody that's listening to the Culture Jack podcast. We thank you so much uh, for tuning into this episode and all the episodes that we put out. The only thing we ask is please take a moment, if you have not subscribed, hit that subscribe button. Check us out over on Instagram, Facebook, and everywhere else. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be with you in the next episode.